guys, I'm Mandy B. Anderson, and you're listening to the She Who Overcomes podcast. I'm the chief creative officer, a motivational speaker, and a life and business coach at a company called Rayma Team. I'm also thriving in the face of a life-threatening illness called cystic fibrosis. This weekly podcast is a series of real-life stories and conversations meant to encourage you with hope and more importantly, equip you with action steps to transform your life, your career, and your relationships. So grab your coffee and let's hang out. Hey guys, before I dive into the next episode, I wanted to tell you guys something. So Rachel and I were hanging out one day and we had a thought. Wouldn't it be cool if we could hang out with you guys every Monday night for the rest of 2020? We think so. We would love to give you some coaching each week and some insight and basically a weekly Monday night pep talk. That's what we're calling it. So join us every Monday night at 8.30 p.m. Central Time for a free 20, maybe 30-minute conversation with your coaches, myself and Rachel Perman from Rayma Team. This is for all busy professionals and growth-minded individuals that want to climb higher this year and just need to get some weekly motivation. So go on over to raymateam.com forward slash Monday pep talk and register so you can get the call details and the recordings if you can't make it. Again, that registration link is www.raymateam.com forward slash Monday Pep Talk. We can't wait to spend every Monday night with you. Okay, grab your coffee and let's dive into this episode. Hey, Overcomers, you are in for a big treat today because my guest, Michaela Shell, has an amazing story of embracing the power of yes. You guys, this inspired me so much that I cannot wait to get it to you. So let me tell you a little bit about my friend, Michaela. Michaela is an entrepreneur from Fargo, North Dakota. Along with being a wife and mom to three little kids, She has been running a successful network marketing business for over seven years. With a master's degree in communication, her expertise in bringing training and events together has been going on for over a decade. Her previous career as a promotions director and communications manager have put multiple conference, trade show, and large events under her belt over the last 15 years. Of all the events she has coordinated, The new Limitless Conference is the closest to her heart, combining her passion for helping others grow and her deep belief in the networking marketing model. Michaela believes finding opportunity means finding people, and she loves to connect with as many as possible, including you, my faithful She Who Overcomes podcast listener. So let's go listen in to my conversation with Michaela. All right, Michaela, thank you so much for being on my show. I'm so excited to have a conversation with you today. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited too. So let's dive in just a little bit to how you came uh, into this whole experience of 
being a business owner and what your background kind of is. And then we're going to just see where the conversation goes with this whole theme of the power of yes. Sure. So um, I did the typical thing, like got out of college, got a job. I worked in um, as a promotions director for a radio company and then transitioned into economic development and did marketing and communications for that. And I found myself where I think a lot of women who become mothers find themselves is I, I had a baby and then got into that place of now what do I do? I want to spend every single waking moment with this baby, but I also have my master's degree and worked really hard in my career and I want to work. So it was this continual struggle. I had I had gone back to work after after having our first daughter and it was that struggle of like I would literally speed home. <laughs> faster than I should go to get to the daycare's office after work because I just needed to see my baby. So it was like that struggle. And, and my poor husband, I, I remember the breaking point was we were coming back from my family's home and it's a five hour drive. And I cried all the way home saying, I don't know what to do. I don't want to go back to work tomorrow morning. And he said, well, don't. He's like, quit. You can be a stay at home mom. And then I was crying because I didn't want to be a stay-at-home mom. I wanted to work. I love my job. Well, then stay working. But I don't want to do that. So it was just that um, continual struggle. And I ended up um, leaving my job, well, going part-time for a little bit um, as well, but uh, ended up leaving fully, staying home with my daughter, uh, but not feeling like I was in the right place there either. I missed work and I missed people and, and the connection. Uh, which ultimately led me to network marketing and direct sales. And it gave me the flexibility that I wanted. I, I never thought I would be in network marketing at all. It wasn't like this dream of mine, uh, but there I was. And it, it was what I needed at that time and ended up, you know, now that was seven years ago, over seven years and ended up creating, you know, a really big network marketing team and business that has, you know, helped our family immensely and given me tons of skills and professional development skills. Um, and, and I will never leave it. I will never leave it because it's just been so great. But um, then that, you know, just the last, the last year has led me to a new endeavor, you know, finding again, you know, where I was stuck in that motherhood battle, that change in our lives. You know, now I find myself here again, we have three kids Two of them are in school. One is almost in school. My life is changing again at this crossroads of now, what else do I want to do? I don't need the flexibility as much that network marketing brought me. I already have the residual income built up. Like, what do, what do I, I want to do for me? What's my passion? Where am I excited um, at? And, and how can I grow something even more and bigger? So that kind of led me to my new career and entrepreneurial endeavor that I'm doing now. Awesome. And I want to talk about that a little bit as we get going here. Um, what I love about what you're saying, Michaela, is, you know, I've worked, I, I've been in network marketing as well. And I think it's an amazing industry because it gives you the opportunity to be introduced to personal and professional development that most people aren't introduced to unless they they are like in a management position already. Right, exactly. And so for that, I personally love the network marketing industry for that reason 
alone, as well as the fact that it creates residual income. But I love that you said you weren't looking for it, like it wasn't your dream. I don't know a lot of people who who have a dream of, I want to be a network marketing guru and like be the best at this. (laughs) But I, I, after years of working with primarily with women who are fine, trying to find themselves after having a baby, um, after, you know, doing the stay at home mom thing for a while, the, the example that you're setting is so important. And the confidence that you exude is so important because I know so many women who feel like they have this pressure of, oh, I have to be a stay-at-home mom and look this certain way and fall into this, but secretly they're not ready to admit, but I don't like it. Right. <laughs> right? Like, I don't like that being my only identity. And they they kind of lose themselves in that process of only being a mom when they have all of these other loves and passions as well. So did you ever have that struggle or, or has it always been pretty easy for you to just follow your passions? Right. That struggle is me to a T. So I, when I first became a stay-at-home mom, it was you know, the first six months were the glory days where I was steaming my own baby food. Our house was clean. I was like the quintessential Susie homemaker. Like I just like embraced the stay at home momness and loved every minute of it. And then after about six months, I don't even know if it was that long. It like that newness and excitement of, you know, the stay at home mom world wore off. And I found myself struggling again and trying to find, you know, who I was and missing that person who was that career driven woman and, you know, missing just people and moving up and challenges. And like, you can only sing the wheels on the bus so many times a day before your mind melts. And, and I quickly got to that point and, and I had tried a lot of other things too. Like I was doing some freelance marketing work here and there and, and different things, but, um, it, it was hard. It's, it was such a hard spot in my life. And, and I remember again, running into that feeling once we had our second daughter and just swimming in motherhood and again, crying, oh my gosh, it makes me sound like I cry all the time. And I'm really actually a very unemotional person. So if I'm saying I'm crying, it was really tough. But again, you know, found myself crying one night to my husband of like, I am just not happy. And I, and feeling that guilt of I get to be home with my children and most families would kill to have that opportunity to be home with their kids and how, how lucky and blessed I felt that I got to be there and see all of their firsts and just have that part in their lives. So it was that immense guilt of like, why aren't you grateful for this opportunity? Why do you want more? Just be happy where you're at. So many people are trying to get to this point where you're at, you know, and then, but then at the same time, like feeling guilty of I'm wasting my master's degree, changing diapers. I, you know, built all this career or the outside pressure of like, I was uh, an up and comer in our community and, you know, people were wanting me to do big things. And I felt like I was disappointing them, you know, leaving that workforce in our community. So it was just that huge struggle. And, and it, it was, you know, probably three years of just stay at home momness that I, that I struggled with that. And it kept getting worse and worse until I finally, I had kind of that breakdown of like, I'm unhappy and I need to figure out a way to be happy again. 
what is that? You know, that was, that was really challenging. And, and that, you know, back to that network marketing point that that's when that kind of came into my life. And I, I found something to kind of help me crawl out of that hole and have something that was mine again. And, um, that led me to continue other things and, and realizing that I can do both and I can have both feelings and I can be a really good stay at home mom, but also a really good businesswoman too. Oh, I think that's encouraging to so many people right now, whether they are stay-at-home moms or even stay-at-home dads, because mm-hmm. chances are maybe they uh, struggle with that from time to time too. So when did this whole idea of the power of yes come into play? And tell us a little bit about what that means to you. Sure. So um, really, it came about the most in the last three years, probably. So Um, I had been doing my network marketing business now for seven, but I had been in it for three or four years and doing really well. Uh, And then we moved. We switched communities, moved to Fargo, and knew nobody in Fargo, like zero people. Like I think my husband's ex-girlfriend's brother lived here. Like that's who I knew here. (laughs) Nobody. So um, I knew, you know, one, working at home with my kids, I don't meet anybody like at that point just our daughter was in kindergarten so there wasn't a big school community yet that we had and I knew if I wanted my network marketing business to grow I needed to meet people too and that's completely against my nature like I love people but I'm an introvert so people really drain me a lot so to go out and just be a social butterfly like even now, still that feeling just makes me go, oh, like, oh, that's so hard to do. But I knew I had to do it if, if we were going to move to Fargo and I wanted to continue to have success in my career and just to be happy. Like we need other people in our lives to be happy. Um, so that's when I really started the power of, of yes, like implementing that into my life. I, I first had to say yes to myself of you can do this. And then I had to go out and find things to say yes to, you know, somebody invited me out to coffee. I'm going to say yes, super uncomfortable for me. I don't like, you know, meeting new people and being, you know, I want to just stay home on my couch. And, um, you know, so saying yes to things like that, saying yes to, okay, an opportunity to be in a networking group came up, say yes, go to a networking group. Oh my gosh, that sounds horrible. Say yes. You know, go to mom's coffee, say yes, say yes to Bible study. Like, doing those things that made me really uncomfortable. And and that started off a chain of events that have led to some pretty big things for me. So the other day I saw you posted on Facebook um, something about your year of connection. And was that last year? Yeah, 2019. Okay. okay. So I I was really drawn into that because I'm big on picking a word for my personal life and and we pick one for our business every year. And so my my word for my personal life for 2020 is give and for our business it's connection. And so when I saw that I was like, "Oh my gosh, so I'm reading it." And the thing you really talked about were these $4 receipts that you had from all of these coffee dates and how you had no idea the impact that saying yes and connecting to people would have on you over the course of a year. So uh, you mentioned earlier that you know your network marketing experience eventually kind of led you to start questioning, okay, what do I want to do now that I've 
got reached this certain point there and I have the residual income, what are the steps I want to do now? So tell me a little bit about what happened when you made connection, your focus for 2019 and where you're headed now and why that excites you. Sure. Being the introvert that you are. (laughs) I've learned to come out of my shell. I'm very outgoing, but yes, introverted. I think they're calling us now ambiverts, I think is the new cool name. I'm totally (laughs) there with you. I love people, but I need my me time. Yes, exactly. That's how we recharge is by ourselves. Um, so yeah, so back to the $4 coffee dates that you mentioned, that's kind of where it started. I mean, I, I, 2019, my word of the year was connection and I made it my mission to, I'm going to connect one-on-one with as many people as possible. And I had already, you know, in Fargo again, started to like dabble, right. I was networking. I was, you know, going to the mom play dates. I was doing that. So I was, I was meeting people, but I really wanted to be intentional about it. And it was so cool. So at the end of this year, I was doing my taxes and going through all of my receipts and um, calculating my expenses. And it ended up being $568, I believe. $568 was how much I had spent on coffee, going out and meeting new people. And I'd intentionally in 2019, like reached out to individual people. Like it sounds almost kind of creepy. Like who is this lady that's saying, Hey, you want to go to coffee? But you know, I was now in these moms groups or these networking groups or these business women groups. And I just, you know, people that were in there that seemed really interesting that were doing cool things in our community. I sent them a message. I sent them an email. I reached out over Facebook and said, Hey, can we grab coffee? I'd love to just connect. Nobody said no to me. Every single, every single person I asked said, yes, they wanted to connect. And at the end of that year, like that $568 was so impactful because I looked back and over the course of that year, as I met these people, I would meet them for coffee. And I had, I went in with zero expectation except to get to know them. Like, who are they? What do they do? What are they doing in the community? And, and we basically just got really open and shared all the stuff. And it was so eye opening to me because it really made me realize at the end of that year that the only thing that brings opportunity into our lives is people. Like I can sit on Facebook all day. I can sit behind my computer. I can, you know, do this work or that work or be in my cubicle in my desk or wherever, wherever it is. But the only way that opportunity has ever come into my life and ever will come into my life is through people. And looking back on that last year, that's exactly what happened to me. As I met with more people, new ideas started coming out to me like, oh, they're doing this. They're doing this. Here's a need. Here's this. How can I apply this to my business? Or they'd connect me to another person that they thought, oh, it'd be so great for you to meet them. And originally my intention was to network, to meet new people for my network marketing business. Like I want to grow that. And what actually happened along this journey was one of those coffee meetings. I had met with a friend who, who actually connected with me. She reached out to me and she's now a friend. Then she didn't know me, but said, Hey, you're doing awesome things in network marketing. Can I just pick your brain? I like want to know your secrets. Sure. So we sat down for coffee. And after that, I, I realized and started putting together, you know, with all the other coffee dates I was having with, with business growers in the community that they were missing this piece. Like you work for a company. I work for a network marketing company. They teach me all about skincare, right? They're super great at training me on that, but they don't give me the like outside personal and professional development, right? Like how do you personally brand yourself? 
How do you do your taxes as a small business? How do you, you know, all of that other stuff. And, and when this gal invited me to coffee, I realized she was struggling with that same thing. Like she wanted to grow bigger and she needed resources outside of the company that she was with. So, and I heard, I was hearing that from a bunch of other people too, that I was connecting with, like, that's what they were craving just outside personal and professional development. And through that connection, the idea for my now business, which is planning uh, the first ever Limitless Conference is what it's called um, for our state and for our region that's dedicated to business builders, people who are entrepreneurs, people who are you know working for a corporate company but want to really personally grow in their careers, you know, professional development. Um, enthusiasts, alternative business owners, network marketers like me, people who want to come together in one place to learn a ton and to be surrounded by other people who get it, who get where they're at, who want to grow, who want to learn with them. And this whole idea and concept would have never came into me. Now it's this like big, growing, exciting business that I've been working on since last April and have so many people, you know, coming into my life and excited about this. And it would have never happened if I wouldn't have met that one person that, you know, kind of sparked the idea. And then I think about every single thing that happened after that, like, okay, then I had this idea for this conference in my head, but it was amazing. Now I had this bucket full of people resources I already knew a marketing genius who I went to right away and said, ah, what do I call this? What do I do? What do I, whatever. And he gave me all these ideas and helped me develop my website. And, you know, I needed speakers for this thing. I already knew 10 speakers because I had talked to all these people and met all these people. And I knew the cool things that they were doing in the community. I had my pick of them. And so all of those things came together because I had already met those people or they said to me, oh, you got to go talk to this person. And, you know, now I have this awesome MC because somebody connected me to somebody who connected me to him. So it was incredible to kind of see that, that outline <laughs> when I look back of how all of those little connection things led to something really big that, that now is a new business and a new passion for me, helping people grow, but also what it's leading to for our business community here in Fargo and the surrounding areas with this conference that would have never existed had I not decided to say yes and go be brave and go, you know, connect with just one person. That is so inspiring. Um, I, I love this, this whole community that you're building and how you're seeing people as connectors instead of as competition. And I think, um, I think sometimes, depending on the, some communities are better about connection um, than others. Some get really stuck into the competitor mindset. And um, I know for us, like, I love how you said, okay, people are missing this because when we rebranded our company to Rama team, that's, that's an area where we're, we really wanted to start stepping into is, okay, who are we really? Because there's a missing piece here somewhere. And where we landed was that busy professionals and people who are, you know, working a job, they're professionals, they have a career, they have a full-time job, 
they don't always have the same opportunities for personal and professional development unless they have a network marketing thing or they want to someday step into management. And some of them would never even know that they have the abilities to do any of those things or any of their dreams until somebody bumps into them and says, hey, you, you have more potential. What are you doing to grow your skills, yourself? And so that's where we landed is we're a place for busy professionals and growth-minded people to have that affordable and accessible online coaching as well as you know training other people at their events or at their, at their workplaces. And since I've been more vocal about this, um, even about my podcast, like I met you because of a post in a Facebook group, right, and we right. don't even live in the same community. Um, but since I've been more vocal about that, I have been amazed at what happens when you just speak up and ask for help or ask, who do you know that does this? And that's all the kind of training that I have had over the last decade. But I think sometimes, you know, especially with women, um, we get into this season where we've been hurt before. And so we kind of want to uh, prove ourselves and go do it ourselves our way because everybody's told us no. And there's some good to that, to that, but it's also a double-edged sword because you create a lot of bad habits and a, ba- a lot of bad mindsets at the same time. And so I think that's why your post was so encouraging to me because I see some of the limiting beliefs I um, inadvertently created in myself because I was so focused on proving myself. Right. And um, you mentioned something about how the full total that you spent on coffee dates was like $568 or something like that. And there was a time in my life where um, when I first stepped into personal and professional development, we were insanely in debt, like six figures worth of debt. And Starbucks coffee dates, well, just Starbucks lattes in general were, were like my happy place. And so I always had this internal conflict of, oh, I'm paying off debt. I can't spend money on that. But then, okay, yeah, to have a coffee date with somebody, you have to buy something. You can't just sit there and do nothing. And so um, it was really inspiring for me to hear you flip that narrative because I think for so long when you're in that season of paying off debt and getting yourself back on track with finances, even though it may have been years ago that you were in that spot, letting go of that lens can sometimes be a challenge. So thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. So um, what is it that you are most excited about for the Limitless Conference, and when is it? So it is on April 18th. It's a Saturday, so a full day, so attendees just to get to come and immerse themselves. And and that actually is the thing that makes me most excited. I mean, we have awesome speakers. I mean, they're going to train on know, building your personal brand. And we have a medium, a psychic medium coming in. He's not going to like conjure any spirits, but he is going to teach us about using our intuition and how to use that in business to make better decisions. And we have an expert in sales coming in, teaching us how to sell the right way. I'm speaking on networking and how to do that effectively. So it grows. So, I mean, those, those things are all really exciting, but what makes me the most excited is the people that are going to be there because we, and you mentioned it before, Mandy, we have the mentality of we all rise together. There isn't a, we don't have a scarcity mindset of there's not enough business for everybody. There's not enough clients for everybody. Like 
There is, there's so much out there and then some, and when you put this many people who are growers and builders and movers and drivers into a room with that energy that they bring, that they just exude that excitement and that, that courage and that drive, you put them all in a room, all of us are going to rise from that. We're going to rise from collaboration. We're going to meet new people there that maybe have something that we can work together on or just inspire us or just, you know, high five us or maybe buy our product and service, or maybe we find theirs that we buy or just being in that same room among people who, who get you, who, who get your big, huge, crazy, audacious dreams that you have, and who also get the struggles and the lows and how hard it is to be an entrepreneur or a mom or a, you know, all of those kinds of things. So putting all those people in a room where you're giving them tons of knowledge and then all their energy and excitement gets to come together. Like I, I want people to leave just exhausted in the best way possible. Like where you leave and your brain is full and your heart is full and your mind is full and you just need to go home and lay on your couch because you are so full. And then the next day you just want to take off and get moving and get hustling. So I think that that is what makes me so excited and, and why I really want people to come. I mean, they're going to learn a ton, but that energy is irreplaceable and you can't, you can't find that everywhere. Mm -hmm. Well, and definitely, I, I mean, I think when you are in network marketing and you go to the conferences that happen for your specific company, you get that energy at mm -hmm. those type of conferences where it's a little bit of uh, kind of a combination of training from the company and what's happening, you know, products and what they expect of you and how to do this or whatever. But there's also that personal development feel too. Right. And what I so appreciate about what you're doing is you're bringing that excitement into an arena where people, no matter what their goals are or what their dreams are, can come to it without having to be a part of this com this company or that company or anything like that. And I think um, the the really exciting thing about that is when you start sharing that with you know the people that are doing just the you know the part time jobs or the uh, you know the customer service jobs that really never get that type of training. They really don't. And um, seeing the people that rise up because of an opportunity to go to something like this is super exciting. And I, uh, I, I hope to make, I don't know that I can make it to this one, but I want to make it to one of them. Um, how often are you planning on doing them? That's a really good question. And I get it very often. And um, a friend of mine had, I steal this this quote from her <laughs> whenever somebody asked me, what are your next steps? Because I am very much that like type A woman who is like, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm doing it. I'm following these steps and, you know, like kind of mind closed and going for it. And with this whole conference and this whole year of connection, it's taught me to leave a little white space. And that was the word from my friend, just leave some white space, some blank space, some open space. And whenever I've done that, something really good has always come up from it. Whenever I didn't have an idea or didn't quite know, instead of just saying, well, this works, so this is what I'm going to do. I, I started asking, I started asking other people their thoughts. I started, you know, saying yes to different new things and, and the right answer, or sometimes just a new path that I didn't expect 
came to me. You know, I was, I was going to do this and I was going to do it this way. But when I left myself open to change or different opportunity, something even new and better of an idea or a resource came to me. So when people ask me that question of like, will there be more? Are there others? Like I have 10 million dreams of what I want to turn this into um, from even up to a global aspect of it. But at the same time, I am leaving that really open, um, especially after this first one, because I want to one, see how it goes. And two, find out what the attendees want. What did they love? What did they need more of? Because after this conference, I know I'll get so much feedback and, and just even be able to feel, you know, what is it that people need and are, are craving and how can I deliver that in another way? And maybe it's, you know, a conference twice a year. Maybe it's a conference in another location. Maybe it's a conference in multiple locations. Maybe it turns into an online digital platform because people need more of this in some other ways. I, I don't know yet. I have a lot of plans. I do hope to do more of them because like you said, it, it is needed, especially from that, that outside source. Like we can all go to a conference or a training that our company provides us that's internal. But when you get that external and you can hear from other people that are thinking in a different way and in a different box and mindset that you are, it, it opens up doors and possibilities and new ways of thinking that you can then apply for, to your business. And if you didn't meet that person from outside of your business, you never would have known that. So I think it's really important to keep having them. I'm leaving myself some white space to determine what that looks like because I want it to really go down the path that, that our attendees and the, and the business professionals out there need. Not, not what I need and what I want to do, but what they need. That is very wise. I, that was some good <laughs> advice she gave you to leave some white space. Yeah, I appreciate her very much. Awesome. So, Michaela, how can our listeners get in touch with you? They can find me on Facebook, Michaela Shell. I'm typically on there a lot. Um, if they go to limitlessnetworkmarketing.com, my contact information is on there, and that's the website for the conference as well. Uh, and I would love to meet anyone for coffee. <laughs> that's obviously proven incredibly successful for me um, over the last three years. So I'm always open to new ideas and, and just sitting down with new people. I think uh, it's it's crazy when you go into things with zero expectations, and the only expectation is to learn something about them and hear what they're doing and vice versa, them with you. And the connection might not amount to anything more than a fun coffee date at the moment, but we never know how, you know, years down the road, I've had connections that years later have worked for me because I went to coffee with them, you know, a couple years ago. And now something we said or did or talked about came to fruition. So we never know what's going to come of that. So I'm always excited for people to reach out to me and connect and chat. And I'm sure you'll be available for virtual coffee dates too. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. No charge needed because you can do them from home, right? <laughs> I know. That's the cheapest coffee date there is. So I will be sure to put all of those links in the show notes for our listeners so that they can go click on it on the website or on whatever platform you're listening to this episode on. Uh, the very last question that I always ask every guest is if you were a shoe, what would you be and why? I, well, I work from home. So I 
typically wear my UGG slippers, but (laughs) (laughs) But, um, if I were a shoe, I would be just a classic black. um, I just, my personality is very professional and focused and classy and fairly reserved in that way. But um, I like a little heel with just a little, gives you a little, so I would just be that, that classy black high heel. So like a stiletto or like a little bit lower? Oh, I love the, I I love, I would love to say that I could wear a stiletto, but not that high, two inches. Not that high. <laughs> I'm all of my friends would be like, yeah, don't say stiletto. Cause I I'm the, I'm <sighs> reserved. Like you guys, we shouldn't do that. No, no, no. That's too, that's too crazy. That's too. So <laughs> I'm nice, even across the board type of, <laughs> type of. Well, when I, when I read your answer, you wrote, I'm professional and poised and confident and I'd wear a black classic pointed heel. I was like, we could totally be soul sisters and share <laughs> shoes or something, or at least go shoe shopping together. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Yes. And we'd all come up, we come away with all black. <laughs> yes, probably. I mean, I like some pretty funky looking shoes, but black is always classic. Right. Right. I love it. (laughs) I want to thank you so much for being on the She Who Overcomes podcast. And I look forward to staying connected with you um, online and when I'm in the Fargo area and vice versa, if you're ever in our town, um, hit us up for coffee. We would love (laughs) to treat you. So thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, sharing your passion and for inspiring my listeners, as well as myself with your message of the power of yes. Thanks, Mandy. We will be back with another episode for you next week. For now, if you would take a moment and write a review or subscribe to the podcast, That means the world to those of us who work so hard to produce every single episode. For more information, go to BigBlueCouchCoaching.com or find me on Facebook and Instagram under BigBlueCouchCoaching. A shout out to my hubby, Mr. Nate Anderson, for editing this podcast. And most importantly, I hope that you found something today that gave you the courage to rise up and overcome that thing that you've been facing. You're stronger than you think. I'll see you next week.